Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, he. Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. C, senor. Oh, it's a dimly lit room the way we like it. Deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And to kick off a brand new week, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. You got any ideas? Yeah, I got an Anything idea. You feel strongly about ancient Joe Biden? A, yeah, got a hell of an idea. All right, <laughs> clear the way, everyone. It's time to get serious. Yes, summer's over. Yes. All right, that's some forceful gesturing. Enough of your flip flops and your backyard barbecues. Now, look, it's a nice evening. Let's have a drink. Now it's time to get serious. Wow, kids are in school. Congress is back in session. All right, people. Business time, huh? This is business. This is where the grown-ups take over. All right. Enough of summer. I'm hearing you. So the general manager is growing up. Real life. Toss out that watermelon and grab a handful of spinach. Shove it down your throat. <laughs> right. Right. Playtime is over, children. It's time to get serious. Child. It's also time to get serious, because I said time to get serious. <laughs> well, not a damn word. it. <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? <laughs> 
Just go with it. Yeah, I was just hearing they're uh, they're having to cancel the first day of school in various places on uh, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, because it's going to be so hot. And I was thinking, mm. why have my kids been in school for two weeks? Hanson's kids have been in school for three weeks. Why does California start three weeks earlier than Philadelphia or Milwaukee? I don't know. And because I am a cynical man about everything government, is it just a funding issue? Is it just kids in the classroom and the whole food program thing? Or is there an educational reason? And if so, why do you need so much more time to educate kids than they do in uh, Milwaukee and Philadelphia? And you know, the first thing I would ask is, when do they let them out in Milwaukee and Philadelphia? Good question. I don't know. These are all things that need to be known. i got to admit, Milwaukee's it's... school schedules is kind of a weak point in my arsenal of information. Well, my I grew up with uh, just my memory as a kid. Gladys, you still working? Hey, Gladys, take off <laughs> the flip-flops. Always yelling put, again. Put on the hard shoes. So much yelling. <laughs> You know, the whole I'll play the harp when I feel like it period of the year is over. <laughs> I get it. We get it. If, we, if it. we're going to reminisce, you play the harp. My Michael, memory, you're probably next. Be on your toes. <laughs> my, my memory as a kid was school starts after Labor Day, not two weeks before Labor Day. I just Correct. I feel like yeah. it just keeps creeping closer together. The summer gets shorter and shorter. I don't know, I don't know if it's that way where you are. Maybe not. Uh, Congress, some of Congress is coming back in session. That's part of the reason that, uh, the world, ah, who cares? Who cares? Nobody cares. Have a meet for two weeks every other year. Like, right. what is it, Texas? <laughs> exactly. Two weeks every other year would be fine. Then leave us the hell alone the rest of the time, all right? If we need any laws, we'll cook them up ourselves. <laughs> Here we are trying to do our job. We got fins to the left, fins to the right. We're the only bait in town. That's my, mm. my Jimmy Buffett reference for the hour. You know, if I were a more ambitious man and uh, wasn't craving leisure during the previously mentioned summer period of the year, uh, I would have written an alternative uh, 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 obituary tribute to Jimmy Buffett. I read several that were quite nice and, and very informative indeed, but they all got it wrong. If I might go off on a Jimmy Buffett speed, uh, screed rather, and, and risk you yelling at me, um, Margaritaville was not a celebration of the island lifestyle. It was a lament. Have they ever? It listened? was a statement that I have screwed up completely, and I have no one to blame but me. Have they ever listened to the words? I know it's amazing. Fins is a song about a woman who goes to get that island vibe and is so constantly sexually harassed she feels like she's a fish surrounded by sharks twenty-four hours a day. It's a lament. It's a, this is attractive and yet song, as many of his songs were. He was a thoughtful guy. He was not pimping, getting drunk on the beach. <laughs> yes, Michael. He was a hell of a businessman, too. Right. So oh, yeah. actually a billionaire, according to Forbes. And he. it is something that he built this whole... Life's just a party. Shorts and a t-shirt and barefoot all the time, man. Margaritas in the backyard at the barbecue. He built that whole image, which made him a billion dollars. But like you said, his songs, especially all his early songs, were really, like, practically morose in terms of, man, life goes by and it sucks. The bombs killed his uh, lady and the war took his baby and left him with only one eye. I mean, that's not a party in the backyard. All right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but right. somehow he pivoted from these mournful looks at the, the difficulties of life that were more Hemingway-esque than, uh, than modern country music. But 
he crafted an image that uh, people glommed onto and made him a billion dollars. And apparently all that barefoot in the sun gave him some sort of melanoma that killed him. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, 76 is, is too young. Judy and I watched a Jimmy Buffett show from, I believe it was the early 90s on the YouTube. And uh, it was very good. Um, charming. Uh, although his look at the time was T-shirt tucked into white shorts with a belt. There you go. And not a good look. Regrettable. Paul, Mc- I didn't know he and Paul McCartney were tight. I was surprised. I didn't know that either. Yeah. I didn't know he and Warren Buffett were best friends. No relation. Well, that, there you go. That's that's the uh, that's the part of him that he kind of kept hitting, hidden. So I wonder if he ever thought to himself, you know, all these people that just think life is a party of margaritas uh, in the backyard and on the beach barefoot. I'm in business meetings all day, every day, building these various retirement communities and hotels and, <laughs> and keeping an eye on my investments. That's how I became a billionaire. Well, and that's what annoyed me ever so slightly about a lot of the tributes is they missed the fact that he was absolutely drawn to the islandy lifestyle, but he was a driven guy, ambitious, creative, and that sort of thing. And his life was a, a, a yo-yo between the impulse to waste the entire season with nothing to show but this uh, brand new tattoo and uh, his need to accomplish something. And and that to me is much more interesting than the 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 kind of dopey I'm the island guy come get drunk. <laughs> uh, yeah, Paul McCartney visited him the day before he died and sang to him in his bed in his last oh. hours. I didn't I didn't know they were even. I would have never guessed for some reason. Oh, that's sweet. It's touching. Yeah. Um. We'll Maybe do- I can get Ringo to come and like drum his fingers on the the coffee table in my final days. <laughs> it's probably as good as it'll get. Uh, but we do have some news to get to. Um, the Wall Street Journal poll certainly had the Sunday morning shows riled up as it shows Trump and Biden in a dead heat once again. Major poll. And, uh, and some and, of the and, world is waking up to the fact that, yes, Donald Trump is as likely to be president as not at this point. Yes. Yes. And I have further comments on that topic, as you might guess. Well, and as the contract requires. So uh, stay tuned for that, won't you? Uh, I don't, you know, I know you like the flip-flop lifestyle. I have no interest in being barefooted. I just, uh, just uh, doesn't, I don't, I don't see that as relaxing or I know Jimmy Buffett pushed the barefooted lifestyle, but I wear socks only under protest. Wow. I can't imagine going sockless. It just seems wrong. (laughs) Take them off right before I get in bed and put them up the, put them on the second I get out of bed every day. The sock is the thin wool sheet between man and savagery. That's right. <laughs> Jack, this is why you have morgue feet. And this is why I have morgue feet. I was sitting on the couch yesterday. I was in uh, like sandals or something, having just gotten out of bed. And my kids said, Dad, put your feet away. They're just hard to look at. <laughs> wow. They're so white. That's abusive. <laughs> it's uh, elder abuse. How does mailbag look? Good start to the week. Cool. Uh, and the real part of the year, where the grown-ups take over. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. More on the way. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're right. The actual lyrics to this song, if you've ever paid attention, are nothing about... Woohoo! Life is nothing but a party! (laughs) I am doing a miserable job running my life. I am a drunk. That's the message of the song. <laughs> oh, well, never mind. People don't listen to the words. They just pick up the vibe and they sing along with the chorus. They sing if you know the words, everybody. Hey! Wasted away. There you go. That is interesting. Everybody, because I've been to Jimmy Buffett concerts, everybody's singing together that, you know... Hands in the air, drunk. No, no, no. The guy is not. He's like, he's despondent that he's once again drunk. No? All right. Never. He's wandering around looking for a salt shaker. (laughs) Drunk. (laughs) But, you know, as Jimmy understood, if you're working an insurance job in Cincinnati, you know, dipping your toes literally in that for a week will revitalize you a little bit. Something to look forward to. All right. Fair enough. Here's your freedom loving quote of the day. Could have grabbed a Jimmy Buffett quote, but I didn't think about it till now. Yes. You know, you know what ruined a Jimmy Buffett for me for maybe the rest of my life? Oh, I do, I do. What? Cheeseburger in Paradise. Well, yeah, there's you that. hate that song. The fact that anybody mentioned that at all. I mean, that uh, whatever. But anyway, I was watching uh, MSNBC this morning, and uh, Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski were talking about how they're such close friends with Jimmy Buffett, and he was over at the house this earlier in the summer, and they had such a good time. And I was just like, never mind. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Took all the fun out of it for me. Uh, wow. Wow. What's next? Mick Jagger's dating AOC? <laughs> Too much to take. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Here's your freedom-loving quote. Oh, you already played the music, didn't you? Uh, this is from the Federal's Papers, number 41, sent along by listener Jeff in Hogs Nipple, Tennessee. You know, <laughs> I'm not sure I believe you actually live in a town with that name, yeah. Jeff, but who am I to call you a liar? Uh, Let's see. Here's from the Federalist Papers. In keeping with Jack's theme of let's get serious, it's the fall now. 
The powers designated by the proposed constitution of the federal government are few and defined. Those which are to remain in the state governments are numerous and indefinite. The former will be exercised principally on external objects as war, peace, negotiation, and foreign commerce. The powers reserved to the several states will extend to all the objects which, in the ordinary course of affairs, concern the lives, liberties, and prosperities of the people and the internal order, improvement, and prosperity of the state. Now, granted, that is not an officially adopted document. That was a set of brilliantly framed arguments in favor of the Constitution. And I guess it just illustrates how thoroughly we've perverted that fine document and its intended meaning. But such is the nature of men and power. Mm. More on that later. I have much more. A lot on that later. Yeah. Mailbag. Who's with me? You know, I haven't mentioned this uh, because I had to wait until after he passed, but Jimmy Buff and I co-wrote this song. It was the one song we did together. We were thinking of doing a whole album, but this was the first song, and he, he stopped returning my calls. So, anyway, <laughs> moving along. Uh, guys, here's the question I haven't heard anyone ask, and it's the simple answer to Joe Biden and the Ukrainian prosecutor. After Joe Biden got the Ukrainian prosecutor fired, did his replacement drop the investigation of Burisma? It's easy enough to find out. If Joe Biden says the prosecutor wasn't going after Burisma hard enough, then the replacement should have gone after them harder, right? And ramped up the investigation. What uh, happened? That's a good question. I've not heard that addressed either. It's a rather obvious omission, Nate, and I appreciate you pointing it out. Let's see. Uh, this is uh, Gary, who I believe... Yeah, Gary in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He points out on the uh, Lahaina fire, and, uh, well, I was going to throw in an aside, but he kind of does later. As if to contain knowledge of Democrat Lahaina incompetence, paywalls were dropped uh, in the the big Hawaiian papers uh, the day of the Lahaina fires to get the word out. Paywalls went back up two days ago. Katrina Gate was a thing in 2005. Lahaina Gate has a catchy ring to it, but hasn't caught on. And he goes into the fact that, 25 days since the tragedy, Democrats from the president to the governor still can't figure out if it's tens or hundreds of people still missing and assumed incinerated. Uh, there's a, a few quotes from the, what the heck's the, the big uh, paper in Honolulu? Uh, the Honolulu sunburn. I don't know. State, county, and federal officials left questions unanswered Saturday, a day after a new official list of those unaccounted for, 385 people from the Lahaina fire, included far more names than Governor Green predicted. He said it would be low double digits. Governor's office did not address questions from the Honolulu Star advertiser. There it is. Including why the governor's prediction uh, that the new list would be in low double digits was so far off. No response to requests specifically asking, how about Hawaiian residents, tourists, other homeless? What happened with the fire? What about the fact that uh, Maui Power moved their power poles and lines before the investigators could get there to figure out what started the fire? How about the entire uh, global warming narrative uh, evaporating with the town? None of it's getting covered now. Katie, can you Google how many people died in the Katrina disaster? I was about to say, if you want attention for your horrifying disaster, you got to make sure there's a Republican president at the time. Otherwise, you're you're just out of luck. You're not going to get the media scrutiny, which comes with the media scrutiny as uh, attention and money. Yes, Katie? Hurricane Katrina, 1,836. Okay. That's wow. Terrible, yeah. Uh, but Gary points out, if you don't buy the liberal media Katrina fear angle, please take the time to search Republican response Katrina to find plentiful liberal media reporting of GOP incompetence. And Katrina Gate was the runner-up for the 2005 Word of the Year. 
And uh, the the death toll on this could be in that range, right? Because there's a lot. Well, they like you just said, they don't they don't know how how many people are missing at this point. Well, they think it's hundreds. Okay, at this point, yeah, high three hundreds is the latest estimate. Um, let's see. Freaking Trump is the theme of the email from Drew the Millennial. <laughs> He points out Trump transcends all policies and issues. If Trump or a Trump surrogate is on the ballot, then it's about Trump. That's it. Every yeah. ballot, Trump, yes, no. Yeah. Every election in which Trump inserts himself is another election in which all insane democratic policies and incompetence are ignored in lieu of the looming existence of Trump. He gives cover to even the most insanely unpopular things. Marxist and pornographic elementary school curriculum, the border, ESG investing, climate change, insanity, etc. It's all forgotten. No Democrat has to answer for any of these thoroughly unpopular things they simply point to trump i'm not trump and all these things are forgotten it's enough to make a man a bit dejected yeah it works for him and against him <clears throat> the fact that everything is about him uh yeah i was going to talk about that later watching some of the sunday news shows none of the candidates republican candidates could talk about anything else there just weren't any questions about anything other than what do you think of trump well, and I think it's interesting that it's now more or less being spoken ab- about uh, openly that the Democratic politicians are fully in favor of as many indictments as possible against Trump because that strengthens him in the primary, but kills him among independents. Mm. So, you know, a, a, a bull for the primary slaughtered in the general. It's a risky strategy. God, I'd and, say you're playing with fire. Immoral. Yeah, yeah. Because if, uh, if your guy uh, falls down the stairs and uh, can't remember what day it is, then all of a sudden, you know, the week before the election. Well, I'd say the seven, second half's already true. Um, true. Um, lo- lots to talk about. I hope you can stay with us. If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 73% of voters polled by the Wall Street Journal call President Biden too old for a second term. That includes two-thirds of Democrats. I've been doing this longer than anybody, and I guess what? I'm going to continue to do it with your help. All right. Uh, I wonder why uh, three quarters of people think that Joe Biden's too old to be president. You think it's because he's (laughs) 
So his wife has COVID. You're a doctor. Fix yourself. Uh, Dr. Jill Biden has COVID. And uh, so does my son, coincidentally, who's not a doctor. Um, and we were in the emergency room Sunday night with flipping COVID, it turned out. He was in he was in his pain, crying, screaming. And uh, I finally thought, I got to take him to the dang ER because I don't know why he's crying and screaming. And he was on a new medication. I was worried he was having an... A reaction to or something like that. But anyway, mm. uh, he tested positive for COVID. And it was just body aches from COVID, I guess. And then they put us in. the bu- you, go, you have to go in the bubble. So they put us in the bubble. Uh, they still the, got the bubble, huh? They still got the bubble. I didn't know they still had the bubble. And But so COVID is still the thing. It's out there and it makes some people sick and some people it doesn't. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. I've read so many different things about these new variants that they're, they're easier for kids to catch or getting around. Uh, vaccines and prior immunity and so I don't know but then the doctor told me he said you can't get it if you've had it two weeks ago I thought the new variant whatever I'm not even going to discuss it right right how's he feeling today bouncing back at all absolutely terrible oh yeah oh he's had at least 48 hours of feeling really really bad man he's bright red and just can't just snot and in pain and this is it's not a it sucks thank you Dr. Fauci for this yeah. weird disease that we're, we're battling and disrupting. Oh, and we got Labor Day weekend plans. We're going to go to the ocean and go on a hike and do all these things. We couldn't do anything. How many plans for how many years have been interrupted? And I'm realizing. And will be. Please. And will be. And uh, not to do a Joe Biden here where I'm talking about my hike getting planned uh, or getting canceled and your husband died. But yeah, COVID has disrupted a lot of lives for so long. It's amazing. Let it never be mentioned again without us throwing in. Boy, I tell you what, when Dr. Fauci and the Wuhan lab get together to modify a virus, they really do it right. Well done. Right. Its ability to hang around and mutate and still cause these kind of problems is amazing. Anyway. Why is Fauci not on the gallows? Probably because we don't have gallows. That's that's (laughs) the reason number one. That is. I haven't heard anybody making that argument yet. It was a rhetorical question. <laughs> would, it'd be an interesting look for the United States of America, hanging an old scientist. <laughs> How about merely tar and feather him with the truth? Okay, a metaf- confession. It's a good me- for the soul metaf- and good for keeping you off the soon-to-be-built gallows. Yes. So a metaphorical tar and feathering, not covering him in hot tar and feathers. And yes, I tried to make okay. that clear. All right. Yes. So this Wall Street Journal journal poll that got so much attention over the weekend and was the focus of all the Sunday talk shows that I sure hope to God you don't watch. Surely you've got better things to do with your life. Um, Trump has grown his lead. I will, I will read the paragraphs from the Wall Street Journal as they describe it. Donald Trump has expanded his dominating lead for the Republican presidential nomination. A new Wall Street Journal poll shows as GOP primary voters overwhelmingly see his four criminal prosecutions as lacking merit and about half say the indictments fuel their support for them. Half say the indictments are why they're supporting Trump. The new survey finds that what was once a two-man race for the nomination has collapsed into a lopsided contest in which Trump, for now, has no formidable challenger. The former president is the top choice of 59% of GOP primary voters, up 11 percentage points since April when the journal last tested it. Trump's lead over his top rival, Ron DeSantis, has doubled since April to 46 percentage points. He's almost up by 50 it's insane. Coming out of Labor Day. And troubling, but unmistakable. At thir- and, and it's also become clear 
this is a referendum. We were talking about how every election becomes a referendum on Trump. The support for Trump has become a referendum on the left of American politics. Their policies, their practices, their weaponization of the justice system, the Russian collusion hoax, all of it. The overcharging, the stupid Alvin Bragg stuff. And people are saying, no, you know what? You're asking me to choose. I'm choosing. You're so damned obnoxious. I'm choosing Donald Trump. How do you like that? So if so, what you're saying is that both Biden and Trump are the avatars of all of our angst and discomfort with the other side. Well, could, yes. Why don't we choose a couple people who aren't a gazillion years old then? If we're if we're just choosing people to represent everything that we don't like about the other side. Well, I think the or maybe answer have f- an actual donkey and an actual elephant. <laughs> Another innovative idea from the mind of Jack Armstrong. Um, I, I think I can answer better for the right than the left because I can't really imagine what it's like in their heads. But from the right, people have just not found somebody that they're as enthusiastic about laying wood to the left. And or they feel in large measure, but not entirely correctly, uh, that Trump has gotten a raw deal. And they want those who gave the raw deal to to suffer for it i think for the good of the country that's a bad way to elect a president that's a bad motivation for electing a president that's one man's opinion so desantis is at 13 percent barely ahead of the rest of the field none of whom has broken out a single digit support so he's down with the also rands now as opposed to climbing closer into making it a two-man race and again about half of the support for trump said the indictments made them more likely to vote for Donald Trump. I did see a couple of different politicians, Republicans and Democrats, making the argument, well, I can tell you about a young Barack Obama who was so far behind when he blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. You know, you can come up with anecdotal evidence of people coming back from this far behind. Where that ain't, yeah, not, but that's they not weren't happen. running against a de facto incumbent. Or, I'm sorry, not de facto, but might as well be incumbent. Trump. And then the other part of that really got people's attention is the survey also found Trump running about dead even with Biden among voters overall in a hypothetical rematch of 2020 with low interest among voters for third party candidates. So Trump had 40 percent support to 39 percent for Biden and another couple other parties got a tiny little bit. Um, if you excluded the other candidates and put it head to head, Trump and Biden were tied at 46 percent each. So Trump is absolutely in the running to win and be president of the United States, which is getting the attention of Democrats who have been just salivating at the idea of running against Donald Trump. Well, keep salivating. Yeah, I think that is the headline from their point of view that, oh, my God, Trump is even with Biden now. I would say from the other point of view, and I'm not trying to talk anybody into or out of supporting Trump or not. I mean, I've given up at this point. Um, But you look at the Wall Street Journal poll numbers about Biden and they're miserable. I mean, they're beyond miserable. They're almost hilarious. Not only do a vast majority of Americans believe he's way too old, including two-thirds of Democrats, but he's way upside down on the economy. It's like uh, 21 points. Something like 59% that. disapprove of Biden's handling of the economy compared with 37% approve. 59% disapproval is amazing. Well, that's dwarfed by his coverage or his uh, handling of inflation and rising costs, which is arguably part of the economy. Securing the border. Every bit is miserable. It's like 64% disapprove. 
Improving infrastructure is upside down. Dealing with China is way upside down. Creating jobs, which is something the government doesn't do, he's even. That's his best rating, then he's upside down the war in Ukraine. So it could be argued, and this is going to be a bitter leftover hamburger from the weekend for some people to chew on. As miserably as Biden is viewed personally, neurologically, and policy-wise, Trump is only tied with him. That is another way you could look at it. That is another way you could look at it. So Trump has risen up and is neck and neck with a guy who America thinks sucks. What are you so, to make of that? Yeah, that, that's a decent point. I mean, yeah, because you can look at it from the how could you possibly be tied with a guy who's been indicted four times in January 6th and blah, 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 and this and that and say, how could you? But the flip side is true. How could you only be tied with a guy who two-thirds of his own party say shouldn't get a second term because he's too old, and two-thirds of Americans blame for the inflation. Hey, we're tied with the guy who's senile and incompetent. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's not uh, a good argument uh, on either side, really. Uh, anyway. <sighs> Boy, that was discouraging. <laughs> Well, it is what it is because he was who he is. Uh, mm, That's, That's why it is point. what it is. I hear you. That's a good point. Uh, fair, fair enough. Hey, here's what is and is what it is. Kickstart a fresh fall routine with our friends at HelloFresh. HelloFresh handles the meal planning and shopping, delivering everything you need to cook up a tasty meal right at home. They do the hard part, and you get to take the credit. Every time I go grocery shopping, I'm reminded how great HelloFresh is. I mean, if there are seven, eight ingredients in, in the meal, they all come to you pre-portioned. 40 weekly recipes, over 100 add-on items to choose from. So go ahead and be picky and have plenty of variety. You don't need a lot of time to whip up these wholesome meals at home with quick and easy recipes like the 15-minute meals from HelloFresh. You can get a tasty dinner on the table in less time than it takes to get takeout and for less money. Easy time-saving breakfasts, family dinners, kid-approved lunches, you name it. If you're in a hurry, man, is HelloFresh a great, healthy alternative. Join America's number one meal kit today. Right now, get 50% off plus 15% off the next two months with the code 50ARMSTRONG at HelloFresh.com slash 50ARMSTRONG. That's the code 50ARMSTRONG at HelloFresh.com slash 50ARMSTRONG. Got some texts about when school starts because school in the California area started two, three weeks ago. And a lot of school across the country starting today, as I feel like when I was a kid, it was after Labor Day. Got uh, texts from a number of places around the country where school is starting this week. Oregon starts school today, as it should be. But we got a bunch of texts from Californians saying they changed it because kids and parents were unhappy that the first semester ended after Christmas, so you had to study over Christmas. Well, how are all these other areas getting around that, and how did we get around it when I was a kid? I don't actually know the answer to that question. I don't know. Uh, wow. Sounds wow. like You're a, a soft empire. Sounds like a made up reason for lengthening the school year or something. I don't know what. The parents of Sparta weren't complaining about that when they were under threat by the Persians? Greeks? Nobody knows. Anyway, uh, a couple more n- notes <laughs> from the Wall Street <laughs> Journal. <laughs> I thought this was so interesting. Trump, who's uh, going to be 80 if he gets elected, uh, how old is he now? 77? Something like that? 78, I think. He'll be 80 uh, during his term. Um, the perception that each candidate is too old to uh, run for president, it looks to be like 73 74% for Biden. It's a bar graph. Why the bar graph? Uh, 74% for Biden, a mere 47% for Trump. 
Huge gap there, though they are only a couple of years apart. You know, like bar graphs are among my favorite graphs. I think the pie graph actually is a really good way to look at things. Oh, I do, too. Uh, My only objection to a bar graph is if they only have, like, the tens measured out, and I'm trying to be accurate on the radio. Speaking of schooling, when they would go through bar graph versus line graph versus pie graph, and you'd have to do a little example to make it clear you understood I always remember as a kid thinking, is there anybody who's not getting this? How much time do we have to spend on this? Are we seriously (laughs) reviewing this now? Oh, exactly. Exactly. Well, now the kids in school, Jack, when they're not learning that they ought to be the different sex, uh, they have to translate everything into half a dozen different languages as well. So they go over it seven or eight times. Uh, So very quickly to wrap this up, uh, the, the support for Trump v. Biden is not shocking. Uh, Trump is uh, the clear winner on is too old. Uh, beats Biden solidly on is mentally up for the job. Uh, beats him slightly and cares about people like you. Loses in is honest, but just by a little bit has a vision for the future. Trump with a win. Has a record, strong record of accomplishments as president. Uh, an 11-point win. Um, and uh, loses on likable, but meh. I don't want to hang out with the guy. I want an effective president. So... That's pretty strong support on some pretty substantive issues for uh, Donald J. So Putin and little fathead from North Korea are going to have a meeting. Our intelligence community revealed yesterday in a hope that that dissuades them. But that's not good for the world. That and other things to talk about. I hope you can stay here. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Before we get to the daily scene with Katie Green, got a Twitter hack for you. Not what it's called. It's not? No. You got a Twitter hack, you say? That seems catchy. The Daily Scene with Katie Green. It's close. It's a little jivey. Also, next hour, 
A couple of big stories from the world of national security. Chinese gate crashers trying to sneak onto our military facilities. What the? I know, it's crazy. Uh, the U.S. Navy has some serious concerns and a quick and easy solution for kids' anxiety these days. Oh, boy, it's I want to hear brilliant. That. I want to hear that. Sucks. That may be overstating it slightly, but only slightly. Okay. It's uh, it's brilliant is not an overstatement. Right now, it's the lead story with Katie Green. Katie, what's happening? Well, from the Washington Times, Senate to take first crack at spending fight to avoid government shutdown as Congress returns from recess. Oh, I did, my gag reflex is engaged <laughs> anytime I hear that possible government shutdown. Oh, boy, a debt cliff and a shutdown. That sounds fun. Well, shut it down. Go ahead. From the New York Times, Kim Jong-un and Putin to meet. Yeah, so Fathead's actually going to leave his country, which he almost never does. Going to ride in an armored train up the coast, meet Putin somewhere. And it's an indication of how much trouble Putin is in that he's turning to North Korea for help? For crying out loud? Wow. But the North- I'd say to the pooter, look at you, who your friends are now, but he probably doesn't care. North Korea is going to give him anti-tank missiles and a variety of other things and uh, in exchange for, a, you know, a morsel of food. Wow. The, the, you're- the pooter. <laughs> I want a T-shirt with Putin's face, and I just wanted to say the pooter. The pooter. From CBS News, Peter Navarro's trial on charges of contempt of Congress set to begin. Oh they boy. can't get enough. Okay. All right. ABC News, too old to hold office, a political flashpoint amid Americans' concerns. Yeah. Do you think that's you a know, growing get, issue? Or I don't, it shouldn't be. Doesn't everybody know? It's weird how old all of the leadership oh, has yeah. become just in the oh, last yeah. several years. It yeah. didn't, back in the days of, you know, the, the Tom DeLay and, and what's his face, uh, Paul Ryan and just all those, nobody, nobody was 80 years old. What's Nikki Haley saying? She said on the debate stage, and then she said on one of the Sunday shows, uh, it's a it's a world's best financed old folks home or something like that. The Senate. Well, and getting back to the Peter Navarro uh, contempt of Congress uh, trial, how can you not have contempt for Congress? If you don't, there's something wrong with you. From Politico, Jill Biden tests positive for COVID-19. Right. Come on, Dr. Jill. Fix yourself. Give yourself that horse paste. Oh, I got a got a uh, court ruling on the whole horse pace thing. That's interesting. Stay tuned. Ivermectin. For that. Yes. yes. All right. From the Huffington Post, this isn't a rerun. It's the grand finale. Talk about a rerun, but uh, a re quote unquote run between Biden and Trump. For the oh, election. yeah, yeah. It, but the, here's the question, though: Is it the grand finale of the United States? Is that what we're talking about? That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. From the California Globe. Entertainment industry loses 17,000 jobs in August as Hollywood strike continues. Yeah, man. And is there any pressure to wrap that thing up at all? I was at a large and festive gathering last night, uh, oddly enough, celebrating the life of Jimmy Buffett by drinking margaritas and eating cheeseburgers and listening to music and stuff like that. And, boy, everybody was talking about the writer's strike. No, I'm sorry, I misspoke. (laughs) Not a single damn person uttered a syllable or has in my real life since the thing began. Right. And from the Babylon Bee, nation torn... I'll try that again. Nation torn between being mad Biden never shows up for work and being glad he never shows up for work. Yeah, and nation's torn over every issue, so yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah, that whole... 
the writer strike thing. I think they were thinking that it, the country was like it was in the 70s or 80s. I mean, a writer's strike back when I was a kid, that would have disrupted our family because we had a routine. We'd have we'd have dinner and then we'd sit down and watch a couple of sitcoms or something like that. And if they weren't on, that would have that would have been a noticeable disruption. Now, I don't think there's anybody's life disrupted at all by a writer's yes. strike. Speaking of real-life conversations, uh, it was the whole, what are you watching? Have you watched this? Have you watched this? Oh, you should watch this. It's great. And you end up uh, taking your notes on your phone, writing down four or five great series that each of which will take you two weeks or three weeks right. to watch. And so it's fine. How much time have I got? Oh, I don't have any time at all for the Twitter hack, among other things. We have been. Hour two is going to be killer. If you don't get it, get it in podcast form. Subscribe to Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.